Welcome, welcome, you guys. My name is Ian McKenzie, and this is the Gym Jump Podcast. Today's guest is Wade Trahan. He's going to be competing at the MPC South Central on July 8th. And in our interview, he talks about his prep, talks about his life a little bit, and gives some cool tips and tricks on how you can utilize his style of training, his style of diet, and make it work for you. I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you so much. Uh, so we actually have a few shows coming up. Yeah. The first one we're going to do is going to be Battle on the Golf. Yep. In Biloxi. And then I think four weeks after that will be South Central and yep. Sulphur. And then three weeks after that, we're going to do the USA. About six years ago, me and my wife, this was actually a New Year's resolution to us. Um, so we started working out about six years ago. Then uh, probably about a year, year and a half after that, people in the gym started asking me if I can compete. Yep. So that's whenever I started considering competing. And uh, I think I did my, uh, well, not think, I did my first <laughs> show about three years ago. Nice. I had a kind of a long journey. Yeah. So three years ago, I did my first show and I had a coach for half of that prep and he really wasn't a fit for me. So gotcha. I kind of finished that prep on my own. Yeah. Then after that show, me and my wife both decided to get a coach. Okay. So I looked around for a while. We both signed up with the same coach. And we worked with him for a few years. And we had, or I had a lot of bad luck with him. Um, first show that I prepped with him, the hurricanes hit Lake Charles area. Oh, gosh, Arizona. man. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Hurricane Laura, we evacuated. Yep. The show that I was going to do ended up getting canceled because it was in sulfur. We decided to stop prep because I needed yeah. to take care of stuff around the house. So after that prep, the next one we went to do is when the COVID stuff started happening. <laughs> and then everything uh, shut down. Yeah. And then the whole world yeah. stopped. Sure. We uh, stopped that prep because of the COVID stuff. And then I tried one more prep with him. I did kind of like a warm-up show, like mm -hmm. seven weeks out of the show that we were really going for. And he didn't want me to do that show. We had a disagreement about it. And huh. I did end up winning that show, but the disagreement kind of drove me away from him. And uh, I'd actually planned on retiring from competing. Yeah. Uh, so my wife, she left him as well about the same time that I did. And she joined up with Lacey and she rode me for a while to give Lacey a chance. So finally I gave Lacey a chance. Yeah. And uh, Lacey has actually been one of the best changes in my That's body. Awesome, she she's amazing. I, I've I've only I think I've only met her a couple times, but I mean just first impressions, she, she's pretty incredible and you know, you bring up you bring up an interesting thing, and I don't think I've ever really asked anybody this, but you know, you had mentioned the little the little bit about your coach not wanting you to sort of cross divisions, right? But are there are there other things that maybe strike you as bad matches? If you have a coach, like what's something that that really you're like, no, I can't, I can't continue with you if this happens. So I really didn't know it until I did my prep with Lacey this past time. Yeah. But um, 
the way that he did his preps didn't work for me particularly. Okay. Like I said, it wouldn't work for somebody else. I guess. Um, okay. Some of the protocols that he used, it would just, by the time we were getting closer to shows, my body was just worn out. I couldn't, I had a hard time making it to the show. Oh, see, Whenever that's not I, good. Yeah, not yeah. good at all. Yeah. When I did my prep with Lacey, uh, I was like six weeks out and she's asking me how I feel. And I'm like, I feel fine. I feel that's great. Awesome. I don't feel like I'm in a prep right now. So uh, I think you know, it didn't really hit me with her until about three weeks out. Then I started having a little bit of issues. But once you're three weeks out, you're, you know, you're, see the light at the end of the tunnel. So you can make that little push. I, With my I think, coach, yeah, you know, eight weeks out, I was struggling. So, I think the, and you can tell me if I'm wrong or right about this. I know, I did a couple shows, just kind of bucket list thing, and and I knew the conventional way of thinking was always that you're supposed to feel terrible, and that's a sig, like an indicator that you're doing the right thing. It never made a lot of sense to me. Because everybody tells you that. They're like, oh, you're going to feel terrible. You're going to feel drained out. I get I get that a couple weeks leading up to the show. But in your case, you you obviously, it, it was a good place to be. So what, like, should I guess people should expect, should rather expect to feel good rather than horrible, right? Yeah. So that's, I thought the way I felt with prep on him was yeah. how I was supposed to feel. Yeah. So, because I'd always heard, like you said, you're going to feel bad. You're going to be tired. Yeah. You know, you're not going to want to do this. You're not going to want to do that. Yeah. So, I just thought it was just typical prep. That's what I thought. So yeah. Once I made the switch and I felt amazing, I was like, okay, you know, this is extremely different. Were you, were you scared? Were you sitting there like, I shouldn't be feeling this good? Like, am I doing something wrong? I can't say I was scared because yeah. not only did... Did I feel the best I ever did? I also looked the best I ever did. So, oh, so. you really can't. <laughs> so naturally, yeah, yeah. So, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I, I like knowing that because I know anybody trying to get into the com competition world. I think there's so many little barriers they create in their head, and maybe they hear all these little pieces of information that deter you from even ever wanting to do it, even if you have a good body to start with or a good foundation. You know, you hear, oh, you're going to feel terrible. You got to die at hardcore. Everything doesn't sound all that great. So I like what you're saying where it's like, well, I felt great and I looked the best I ever did. So that's that's a good little thing. What were what were the indicators as far as looking better was concerned? Like what were some specific things that you're like, oh, this is definitely way better than last time I did it? It takes me a while for my legs to start getting detail. Yeah. And I remember towards the beginning of prep, I was already starting to see some detail in the legs. I was like, okay, this is, this is a little bit different. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I'd have to ask Lacey to be sure, but about four weeks out, she made a comment that I'd have striated glutes in no time. Yeah. And as soon as she made that comment, like three days yeah. later, I checked in again and I had full striations in my glutes. And I was like, okay. They've wow. definitely never had striations before, so that was you don't, you don't hear it too often, but that's something that <laughs> I think all men should strive for, to be honest. Maybe not like complete striated glutes, but 
so, something that resembles uh, muscle back there. So, yeah. Damn, man. That's really cool. Do you, do, are you going to, I guess you're going to continue down this path with Lacey and everything if you're seeing this, this progress. Oh, yes. I definitely yeah. have no plans whatsoever to ever leave Lacey. <laughs> you should say, no, you know, I'm thinking about leaving her and then she'll watch this episode. <laughs> what the hell, man? You told me you were going to stick with me. No. Yeah. I've already told her if, if I ever leave, it's because I retire. So. Yeah. Did you come from anything in particular when you when you started this, when you started bodybuilding? Was there a shift from a sport you were doing to doing this? Were you coming from another sport at the time? So, no, not, not, not at all. Okay. Um, in high school, the sport that I did had nothing to do with bodybuilding. I was a uh, long distance runner in high school. No way. All right. So, yeah, that's, that's a complete 180. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I worked with some guys and they all worked out and yeah. we went bowling out to eat one day and we're sitting in the booth and they're all bigger guys and i was like man i feel tiny sitting here with y'all yeah so they started riding me about going to the gym working out so i joined the gym now i'm the biggest one out of all of them so they like to, uh they now tell you, me that they start with me now you can the it over them yeah yeah well <clears throat> i think I, I, it's it's different hearing that you, that you didn't come from something because everybody talks about maybe coming from rugby or or football or something. So they kind of they have this this transition into the bodybuilding world, and they often they often talk about all the stuff they did before. But I was like you in that there was no sport prior to that, so it's like you just kind of maybe you match with it better because you know it's like your thing, and you didn't come from anywhere, but you just. Well, you said you were a long distance runner, so I can't say you didn't come from anywhere. But was it a complete different type of training from coming from long distance running? Oh, yeah, completely. I mean, running 100 miles a week to not run. <laughs> well, but but you, you must have had a better aerobic capacity than a lot of people in there. If you're a long distance runner, I can imagine you did. did you, was it more difficult to lift heavy weights because you're not necessarily doing that as a as a runner? Yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah. When I first started training, of course, I had no idea what I was doing. So yeah, my goal was to just be strong at first. So yeah, I was lifting, you know, the big three, trying to build up numbers and get them as high as I could. So it just kind of went the bodybuilding route on its own. Yeah. Well, some people you can look at them and be like, okay, that's a power lifter. Well, I just don't yeah. have that build. Well, I, me neither. <laughs> I feel you there, man. Is there, is there a mental headspace you have to sort of get yourself in when you, when you get on stage? Is there something that you do personally to prepare yourself for these things? Not particularly. I, you son of a gun. <laughs> I really try not to think about anything when I'm backstage. Um, okay. I just try and stay relaxed as possible. Yeah. As far as being on stage, it's been a very odd thing for me. Yeah. I really don't see the crowd at all whenever I look at it. The yeah. only thing that I see is a panel of judges. Yeah. I mean, the lights help with that because yeah. a lot of times they blind you and you can't see past the lights. But I've never looked out in the crowd and seen people. Yeah. It's all just a blur. Yeah. I yeah. focus on the judges and I just do my thing. Yeah. 
Wow. Where, where are you from originally, man? Are you from here, uh, Louisiana? Um, yes, sir. I was... Uh, oh, don't, uh, don't call me sir. Don't. I, I feel blessed. You're so nice. So, but no, it's okay. <laughs> I'll call uh, you, sir. Born and raised in the Lake Charles area. So. Oh, wow, man. Okay. Jeez. And then are you, so are you still in Lake Charles? Or are you down, you down more uh, in like Mandeville Covington? I am in uh, Lake Charles. Yeah. We, uh, we've discussed moving. Um, yeah. Just for better job opportunities, that kind of stuff. Just you, hasn't seemed to be. Yeah. Well, with with what like what do you do as a career? What's your what's your career right now? So I am an operator by trade. Um, okay. I work in the plants. Yeah. So there how are you, a few other areas. Yeah. How how do you manage that? How do you deal with like that and then all your training? Because I mean, right when you said plant, you're a plant guy. I mean, that's hard. That's like tough work. And I mean that that oh. I'm sure you're you're doing a lot anyway. So I, I am a board operator, so okay. I do spend a lot of the day sitting down. Honestly, it was easier whenever I was an outside operator and I was outside moving around. Yeah. By the time I get to the end of the day, I'm so mentally exhausted that I really don't want to go to the gym. Jeez, oh, man. That's hot. That's a hard, lot dude. of times it's my wife that gets me to go. Yeah. Because I'll get home and she's ready to go. She's already got a pre-workout made for us. I'm like, okay. Oh, I guess I'll get it, bro. Holy cow! But yeah, the uh, the biggest thing to overcome is the uh, shift work. Um, yeah, because I do switch back and forth between nights and days, and yeah, you just kind of get used to it after a while. Yeah, how Moving how your do you around and things yeah? Like that. Well, the again, I've I've I I don't think I've asked people about the the sitting thing. It's sort of just a small little thing I noticed. But with, you know, you talked about feeling better. I guess when you were moving around outdoors, right? I sit a lot too. What's what's something that somebody could do? Like, what do you do to to offset that? If you're sitting a lot, I know you're probably sitting there going like, I need to move around and you get up. <laughs> I need to do something, you know. So. Um... We were lucky. Uh, about a year ago, they they upgraded all the equipment in our control room. Nice. So our desks can raise. So sometimes I'll raise the desk up and I'll just stand at my desk and move around in my little area. Awesome. They've also have a exercise bike in the control room for us. Okay. Which helps out going into prep. You know. If I wake up at 3 a.m. and I got to get fast cardio in, I go to work, jump on the exercise bike on the clock, get paid to do a little bit of bodybuilding, and then I can eat my first meal after that. So Jeez, that helps out a ton. Um, being stagnant, I think, also helps out towards the end of prep. Whenever I'm starting to get tired and I don't want to move around, yeah. then I have the option to just sit there all day. Uh, yeah, because I mean, when I sit down, like I don't, I don't ever want to get up again. I'm just too, I'm too lazy. I'm like, well, I guess this is it. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, well, I, I, I was talking to somebody recently about that, and it, I realized it's a question that still needs a lot of answering. You know, everybody's sitting a lot, and and everybody knows they have to move around. I'm sure there's just, you know, the alarm goes off in your head. You're like, well, my back's starting to hurt. That's not good. I should probably get get off off my butt, you know? So your wife is also a competitor as well, right? Um, yes, I believe you're going to be interviewing her as well. 
I'm excited. Okay. Is that today or am I interviewing her at another time? I real I realize oh. I got you on a joint page, so I, I realize oh I gotta I gotta double check with that. So yeah. I do not think she's reached out to you yet, so okay. you should be more commercial. Okay, that's good, because I was like, well I I'll, I guess I'll get it another time. So yeah, that'd be perfect. I, I'd love to, but I want to get your take. What, what do you, how do you guys balance that lifestyle then? Cause I've talked to a bunch of couples who compete together. They're married together and that kind of thing. I guess people would want to know how do you balance those two lives? Or do you, do you like check the marriage at the door and then work out as workout partners and come back to the married life? Um, we don't typically work out together. Okay. It doesn't usually go well. Yep. I, you know? I would think the same. I would be the same way. Yeah. So usually, you know, whenever we do go to the gym together, as soon as we hit the door, I'll go my way. She goes her way. If she nice. needs something, she'll come get me. If I need something, I'll go get her. She'll spot me sometimes. I'll spot her. Yeah. Um, but the majority of the time, she does her thing with me. So far, we've kind of been staggered. Uh, yeah. That way, one of us feels good to kind of keep up with stuff around the house. Yeah. Um, this will be our first time. She's going to be doing battle on golf as well. Uh, so this will be the first time there. we're competing yeah. together. Yeah. So we'll That'll be, be able to brave this one for the first time. See how it goes. I, tur I turn everybody into like their own marriage counselor. So I, I ask that question, like, tell me what's the secret to a good marriage? <laughs> so, so I, I'm sorry to hit pelt you with that, but yeah, I, I am, I'm always genuinely curious. Cause I think, I think there's a, a benefit to it that, you know, couples that work out together always seem like they're just healthier. And, and I don't know, sometimes you wonder if contest prep has its own, set up challenges because that's that's serious that's like you're getting ready for a show together so you imagine maybe it's like something that's just in a whole different world but i i think it probably developed some good good relationships because you work out together you at least have that you know so